People, welcome back to another wonderful ESL podcast. I am your host. I'm bringing to you some beautiful things. We're going to be speaking about a lot today. We're going to speak about terraforming. Guys, this is a TOEFL ITP reading that I found not too long ago. Terraforming is basically uh, 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 replicating the atmosphere and all the circumstances, the ecology and everything on this planet onto another planet. And of course, we all know what the Elon Musks of the world are trying to do. He said within a decade, he would like to have people living on Mars. Now, Elon Musk is talking about Tesla stocks are too high. That, yeah, he's a little bit off his head. Off his head. What is that? Uh, that's, you know what? I got a lot of British lingo that's coming. I apologize, guys. I, I didn't think that this was going to happen. But I still got that American in me, okay? So do not fear. Arsenio is always going to be that crazy American. Now, in saying that, he's off his head, meaning he's a little bit wacko. He posts a lot of crazy things. He was dancing on stage somewhere in China looking like the utmost of the – I mean, this guy couldn't shake a shaker. But in saying that, I love the vibes that this guy gives off because he wants to bring those people on to the – planet mars now why is it that people are trying to do it well i got questions and i have an infographic as well as i don't know what else i have to be honest with you guys uh but it's some other things i, I keep hearing noises i guess i got ghosts anyway so the great thing about this we're going to be listening to uh a little audio about mars well who gives a damn let's just get right into this all right first and foremost discussion point one is space travel worth the money Guys, there have been a lot of scientific probes that have reached the heliosphere. We're talking about the outskirts of Pluto. We have been in, you know, we tried going, you know, near Jupiter, but Jupiter's just a gas monster. This no, it's literally a floating ball of gas. It's just, it's just amazing beyond belief. I don't have an adjective to just describe it. But is it worth it? Is it worth it? I think we do got to reach for the stars. Of course, every star is a sun. Every sun is a solar system. It's in the solar system. Every solar system has an habitual zone that is in that solar system where planets, if they sit in there, they could possibly have life. I think thinking outside the box and thinking that there could be other beings out there is phenomenal. But what about life back here? We're destroying literally everything. This COVID was the best opportunity for India literally saw the Himalayas for the first time in 30 years. And from, I forgot what town it was. It was somewhere in the North, obviously, because you can't see the Himalayas from Delhi. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. But it, the COVID made us realize that we were completely destroying the environment. Now I'm not saying, no, we didn't create a bacteria and the bats said, Oh, I'm sick of human beings and all that stuff happened. I'm literally saying, that with the amount of all these gases in this coal burning and all this craziness, the Mongolia, the Kazakhstan. I love you guys. You guys, shout out to my folks in Almaty. I think you guys are some of the most beautiful souls in Aktobe, Almaty, and Astana. Oh, I think you guys switched the name, by the way. It's called Nur Sutun, something like that. But nonetheless, man, or I think that was Kazakhstan. I can't remember. Sorry, guys. Uh, but I'm trying to put into perspective here that we are destroying everything and if you watch the movies like interstellar that's a nice uh, we're about 100 to 300 years away from that 
this place becoming uninhabitable or uninhabitable, whatever prefix he would like to use. So we're going to have to make way and get the hell out of here. But guys, being able as human beings to set up shop, shop on different planets, it is unbelievable. But is it worth it? See, what should the goals of space exploration be? To set up shop on another planet? Or to see if there are other beings out there? Man, you got all the science fiction movies. Guys, Netflix does a hell of a job in terms of these science fiction movies. There was a, a, a series where they were traveling all over the place. Completely forgot what the name was. Uh, but at the very end of the series, spoiler alert, um, these alien things that had a big piece of craft that was sitting on our planet literally just took out a planet in about two, about three star, in about three Star Trek strikes. That planet was gone. Think about it. Do you think we're so far away from other beings because we should be? Because we're so goddamn dangerous? But we don't know what other beings are. You know, it's just, it's just amazing. I think it's amazing in general to have all these different animals and to know that the likes of Mercury is getting burned up. Mars has these ridiculous ass storms and it, get, and it just drops below sh to hell all freezing at night. And then after that, you just got gas giants and other stuff that are further out in the universe, uh, further out in our solar system. I don't know. I mean, is our goal to really find life outside this world and if we do i mean that would be the greatest the greatest discovery in mankind by far and there'll probably be nothing will ever top that probably in the next five thousand years until they actually come here and then we got ourselves a science fiction film so why do we want to explore it's like me i like to explore myself went through a transformation program my life has changed completely my vibration and my level of consciousness has risen significantly. So many things have been attracted into my life because I have opened up a new awareness within my subconscious mind. I cleaned out all that mess and the programs and the blueprints that have harvested myself. This is like me exploring. Why do I want to explore myself as a human being to become the greatest Arsenio that has ever lived because of course there is only one Arsenio and there will only be one Arsenio buck on this planet and forever. 300 billion to one, that was the opportunity or that was the chances of me becoming a human. Other people say 400 trillion, but let's just say billion to trillion. Why do we wanna explore? Well, it's just like, you wanna explore getting better every day? You listen to this podcast every day, why? Because I'm crazy, because I'm full of life, because I talk about a lot of crazy things, because I help you, because English, because I provide different insights and revelations that could ultimately change your life, because I destroy the borders of the world and I bring all countries together as one. Could that be it? Think about it. Ask yourself that. That's a good question to ask yourself. Why is it that you listen to this podcast? Huh? It's crazy. You know, it's kind of like Arsenio. Why is it, what were you put on this planet for? I remember a transformation coach, she asked me this. What are you here for? I said, man, I am here to help serve. There are students dealing with depression and suicide all around the world, year in and year out. My goal is to help them. Now, of course, I know remuneration will happen, but in terms of exploring, this is what human beings do. They want to see beyond their limitations. This is like me. 
So, if we ask yourself, what are human, being, human beings planning on exploring in the future? Just think about it. Once we find life, what happens after that? We continuously get better in all sectors of life. Technology, the internet. I mean, can you imagine, do you guys remember the old Microsoft, Microsoft 98? Have you seen that? The software, the data, everything, the way they used to send pictures, it was, it's completely broken, right? Look at everything right now. Look at how everything has changed. It is magnificent. And it's because we continue to explore more and more. So I want to give you guys a couple of infographics here. It says things we wouldn't have without space travel. Athletic shoes. Why? Because NASA's research into suit construction technology means that people, and many people today, are able to wear a particular brand of sports shoe. LeBron James, the Jordans, all those good things. It's because NASA's research into it. Crazy, huh? How about camera phones? See, the JPL developed scientific quality cameras smart enough for photography in space. A third of all cameras now contain this technology. Hey, I'm telling you, think about it. Yo, you would be barefoot and cameraless. You would be living not only in the 2000s, but well, the, the early 2000s, you'd be living in the Stone Age. Now, I've never seen this word before, but I'm going to say it. Fell blankets. See, they're light, they're strong, very protective sheets. And they were originally developed to protect spacecraft and astronauts. But now we use them as what? Emergency first aid kits. How about dustbusters? Have you ever got, have you ever heard of dustbusters? Yeah! You see, NASA worked with the major company to develop the first of these light portable devices to collect samples from the moon. Now many people have them in their home. Well, I don't know. My mom never had one. My mom didn't say, all right, I'm using the dustbuster. Well, we didn't have that type of technology. We had a vacuum hose, so maybe it could be similar. How about wireless headphones? Guys, were you one of those people that would go running or work out or whatever, and you had the wires, and you're over here fighting with it? By the time you start sweating a lot, because obviously I sweat a lot in one of the, uh, you know, in a, in a country that is just packed with humidity, but did you always get annoyed when you know get get a little sweat in your ears and the, the wires and everything just kept falling out and it fell out and it fell out and it fell out and it fell out then you just gave up on running? I got wireless earphones probably about four years ago. Okay, now that wire was strapped around the back of my head, right? But then finally, last year of October, I had these little Bose headphones. Plug one in my this right left ear, one in my right ear. The greatest invention of all time. See, these were developed by NASA to give astronauts the freedom to move around without wires in the space shuttle. And how about freeze-dried food? I guess the military uses this. NASA developed this, okay, as a part of research in the uh, space food because obviously you just can't, you know, shoot up to the moon with goddamn chicken that's been cooked, that mommy cooked. Can't do that. See, this type of technique, it reduces the weight of food by about 20%. And you know what's even better? It contains 98% of nutrients. How about that? It's kind of crazy, huh? So in saying that, people, in saying that, I got this audio connected. You guys are going to be listening to this. It's going to be a nice little thing. And then we're going to discuss a little bit more about what I just spoke about, okay? We're going to talk about, you know, 
what would you do if you were asked to go to Mars? You know, uh, what do you think you would miss most while on the mission? Describe the longest period of time that you spent away from family and friends. That's probably what I'm going to speak about the other things you could free write. And then do you feel money spent on space exploration could be better spent on improving conditions here on Earth? Oh, my goodness gracious. Guys, with that being said, let's get into this sexy video. Okay, lower your volume just in case. It might blow your ears out. I do apologize. I must apologize if it does. And I'm gonna lower it. Don't worry, I'm gonna lower it. So here we go. Listen carefully. And I hope it's on. I hope you guys can hear this because if, if you can, it'll be just a complete uh, travesty, travesty. Fifty six million kilometers. Fifty six million kilometers away from Earth. My goodness <sighs> you know let's let's uh let's put in let's put this into perspective oh my goodness gracious that is scary the longest time i've ever been away think about it they're actually again they're creating and replicating what it would be like on mars in hawaii at one of the top volcanoes which is amazing um, and I love Hawaii so much too. Big shout out to my Hawaiians who listen to this. And what they do 
is again no technology it matches the time delay i didn't even know it took only 20 minutes to send a message to uh to earth from mars if i'm not mistaken if i heard that correctly i did zone out a bit but if it does that's actually pretty remarkable but just know this if you're on mars and you need help for whatever reason it's impossible i think they said for the moon i'm not sure exactly how long it takes to get to the moon uh but i remember someone said something about six months and I think that was Mars, though. That wasn't the moon. That was for Mars. I think for the moon, and I could possibly just look it up right now, obviously, how long does it take to get to the moon? And let's see how long this takes. About three days. That's all right. Because the moon is 386,000 kilometers away. The goddamn planet Mars is 56 million kilometers away. That is. In the, in the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, well, I want to say hundreds of thousands, but let's just say, oh my goodness, I don't want to do the math because in my head will hurt, but let's just say it's about, I don't know, who cares? Uh, but in saying that, could you sustain yourself on a planet with no communication to the outside for X amount of time? The longest I went without having communication was back in 2007. I went to Panguage Lake, Utah from Las Vegas, Nevada with one of my friends, her boyfriend, who's actually one of my uh, childhood friends slash best friend, Andres, uh, who you heard on the podcast before. We had one of the best podcasts ever. Um, and of course her parents, and they have no communication up there. This was back in 2007. Even if they had communication, I had a flip phone, okay? I don't even think I had a web browser on my phone. I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. But it was very 2007-ish. So by the time I left, I tried getting communication. I went to this shop. I was like, oh, my God, there was a girl I liked. That was 13 years ago when I was a baby. And I tried sending her a message, which made it. But I just felt so out of touch with reality. Didn't know what was happening around the world. This could have been a good thing. By the time we went further down and then I finally got reception, I figured out who won the Easter Conference finals or the Cavaliers, so many different things. It just felt so good to be back. But being away for that long, it felt crazy. It's kind of like being on a plane, although on a plane now, it's kind of like, hey, you want to buy some Wi-Fi? $10. I'm like, Psh, all right, let's do it. $10, we good. So I hurry up, log on, send some messages. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm on the plane right now. I'm somewhere over the Pacific or I'm somewhere near Alaska, depending on where we were going and at what time and stuff like that. Three years ago when I traveled to America. Oh my God, rest in peace planes, huh? So sad. But they'll, they'll make a comeback, I can assure you. So in saying that, being away for years, oh my God, I would lose my mind. Yeah, of course, in the science fiction films, you would see people sending these audiograms, these videograms. Hey, mommy! All that good stuff. But guys, we're about, about 200 years away from that type of technology. I could be wrong. It could be 150. It could be 50. Who knows? But I just want to put into perspective what, you know, living without technology. Just understand, like, and normally on a Saturday evening, I have pizza night. Not all the time, but let's just say yeah, once a month, okay? Bring some friends over, chow down, meaning eat some pizza. 
watch a movie and I don't get on technology for about 12 to 14 hours, only to come back to technology and say, oh my God, what has happened? You know, in a good way. But in that time, I feel so out of touch and that's only 12 to 14 hours. It was three to four, it was about three days back in uh, 2007. Again, it was a magnificent time. I caught five big massive trouts. I had to gut them and I didn't even eat them because I felt so bad that I killed the fish and that I was gutting and taking out all the fish's insides. It was, it was ruthless, it was barbaric, but it was a way to survive. So in saying that people, join the conversation. Let me know. Again, if you guys want some kind of conversation base, I can make some kind of private Facebook group and all that good stuff, or even create a Patreon, a free Patreon, where we can all communicate amongst each other in one group. I'm thinking about starting one on my Facebook page. So if you're not already following me, go follow me over there. Pronunciation courses are available. Business English podcast is available. So many different things are available. Just reach out to me. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you have any questions, man, you better get in contact with your boy. I'm your host, as always. Stay tuned for more. Over and out.